Well, hello there. It's Rebecca, a.k.a. Mental Girl, doing my episode for today. <laughs> if you're new here, go check some old episodes. Um, check out my books. Come find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I, I usually, I, I, I'm sure you can find me, Rebecca Lesnar Schlager, uh, on Instagram. I'm Rebecca is Mental Girl. I change things around. I know. I, it, it's not to make myself harder to find but it's, it's just who I am. <laughs> so gotta be you. So, uh, if you're a regular, you know how I roll. So here we go. Um, I'm going to start out reading a little bit and then I'll do a, some chitter chatter and then end with a little reading. I think that's fun. I'm really trying to get people to buy books, especially my mental girl books. So I figure here's a little sample from chapter eight. All right. Dear self, you're doing the best you can. Relax. Love me. I never learned to invest well, and I'm a bit annoyed with myself. I've shopped when I should have saved and also shopped to soothe my panic beast. I worry about things I can't control. Death, taxes, and people who leave dog crap in my yard. Can't they read the signs? They're nice signs with a pleasant reminder. Poop, then scoop. I haven't mastered the ability work in progress, to stop over-shaming, over-criticizing, and over-judging myself on a daily basis. I don't want to take everything personally, and I don't need to teach people. It just annoys me when some aren't self-aware, tolerant, and kind. But that's their work. I want to be able to take care of myself when I'm older, because I don't want my son worrying about me. I want to leave him financially secure and teach him to be financially secure. Furthermore, I'd like my writing to help pay the bills. So I hope you enjoy Mental Girl and let others know about this book after you finish reading it. So that was a little bit from Chapter 8, and I'll come back and read a little bit more after I chitter-chatter with you guys for a little bit. I actually think maybe Chapter 8 is one of my favorites in my book. I'm going to read a little bit more after I chat with you guys. But So I don't know about you. Uh, we've I've discussed this on my podcast many times, many times about that. I feel like when you're healing your mental health and you're really, really starting to get in there, uh, watching the news, absorbing too much of the news just doesn't seem good for your mental health. In my opinion, it definitely does not feel good for me. I don't feel pulling an ostrich or ignoring things that are going on is healthy for your mental health either. But I just do not feel that the news provides anything other than unnecessary drama and toxic and a lot of false information. And when I say false information, it's it, it's almost like the news has become what people would talk about, um, what were they called, the National Enquirer and the Star and things like that, where, believe it or not, there's always a little bit of truth somewhere floating around, but they puff poof it into this dramatic... Um, uh, sell, uh, sell papers, but you know, with the newspapers, it's, it's money. It's all money to get you to watch. And, and, and all. it's just because, you know, you think about it, you think that, oh, is the news free? It's not free. None of this stuff is free. When you're watching it, you're paying, you're paying in some form. Money is going to them in some form. When we're watching, um, we, the, the advertisers get, clicks and then they get clicks and there's clicks there's believe me look at them they're very well paid the newscasters I, I really highly doubt any of them are um 
just uh, earning off tips, you know what I mean? So I'm going to sip my coffee a little bit today. I hope that doesn't bother you. I'm going to try not to slurp in your ear. But I made a really good cup of coffee, and I don't want to do my whole um, episode, and then my coffee gets cold. <laughs> and of course, I can stop and start, which I do, but let's just be authentic here. As if we're sitting at a coffee at a coffee uh, place, like a counter, and it's quiet, <laughs> and I'm just talking. But you, you know, everybody has to, in everybody's investing their time. You know, it's funny. I may have not have invested well, like monetarily, but I am starting to invest my time and energy well. I know what feeds my soul, what feeds my brain, what helps me heal and grow and stay awake and aware, and what doesn't. And I think, in my opinion, that a lot of people are investing poorly in what they absorb. And it, I'm not the person that's going to go around smacking um, things out of their hands, like, you know, their phones or their televisions or turn it off. I mean, in my own home, there are times where I've had enough. If my husband wants to watch it, I just think, oh, my God, could you turn it down or put some headphones on or whatever? You've made the choice. You seem to like it. I don't see it working <laughs> for you either. But, uh, you know, if you could just keep it on the down low because it's just I don't enjoy it in any way. I don't enjoy communicating with people who regurgitate the news and constantly talk about the news and you can just feel their energy and, and they quote them. And then if you really look at most of any, anybody who is confidently giving information, but in a dramatic way, they've already set up the conversation that they are right and they're going to tell you how it is, you can... If you really start to investigate, that should be a flag. Something's up. I don't feel that it's problem solving. I don't feel like there's a solution. Um, they're gearing up for solutions. I think it's all for drama. I just recently actually watched an interview between two um, commentators. Again, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm just still trying to investigate a lot of them myself. So I didn't want to ever have to go backtrack and go, oh, I'm sorry, I recommended them there, so-and-so or so-and-so. Because uh, I do enjoy a few, very much so. But I have in the past found um, some have eventually turned. They now are clickbait and drama and things like that. And it's, it's been disappointing. So if I'm telling everybody, oh, I like this person, I like this person, and then it's like crap. So I keep a lot of that to myself, but you will, you know, you got to find your own too. My feeling is when I don't get that stomach ache when I'm listening to them. So there were two actual commentators. One, eh, I, I, I agree with a lot of stuff he does. It's just a very, eh, a little too showy for me and a little too ego for me. But uh, this actual interview with this other guy who I stopped watching because I felt like he was getting too ego, who had calmed down and matured a lot. The two of them together with their energies was quite fascinating. And they brought up this topic, especially one of them that who I found really, really has matured. And the thing that I loved coming out of his mouth, and I hope he sticks with this, was that as he's gaining popularity, he found he is not going to be somebody who's going to discuss things for drama. He's going to make sure he's talking truthfully. He's going to make sure that he's he's got his shit together, basically, because he doesn't like gaining popularity 
for lighting fires and especially unnecessary fires. And I was like, thank you. And he even said he doesn't care if he ends up getting returning to a small and pop shop because he finds when he is more dramatic, he gets more clicks from people. But he doesn't like that because he says once he finds out that maybe something he said or something is out there and he's talking about it ends up being he found not truthful and he goes to say that he said anybody who's actually on his side doesn't get on his side it's like drama seekers they get mad when you call them out on shit and I like that that to me shows a lot of maturity look if you're wrong step up this is about healing this is about growing this is about helping so I found this interview very fascinating of course I have the temptation to tell you who it was but again, if the tide shifts and I don't like them, I don't want to have to go, oh God, did I ever do an episode about this person? Because I actually had to change Mental Girl. I edited it. It, it came out in 20, uh, oh God, I'm trying to remember when I first brought it out. It was like 2019. And then I wanted to do a, a cover and I found this really great illustrator and she did my cover and I wanted to re-edit it because there was a lot of stuff that I didn't agree with anymore. And I wanted it out. I didn't change a lot, a lot, but enough because I just, it, it bothered me that it was in there. Now, I will read it now because it did come out in 2020, uh, you know, for the second time I re-edited. And there are times where I'm just like, hmm, I've changed a little bit about that, but not too much. And I sometimes find um, proofreading mistakes. What are you going to do? I find proofreading mistakes on all books, I will tell you. I don't think there's anything we can do about making mistakes and errors and things like that. But if we own it, it's that's the thing that's just so beautiful. Now, here I am, a small mom and pop shop, and my popularity has not increased yet. I would really love it to. I, I don't know if it's the quality that's holding people back or maybe the subjects. I don't know. I'm not sure. But if you're really enjoying this, again, please pass the word out. I really... Uh, for several reasons. One, you know, I'm creating a little business. I'm trying to sell books. That's one. And that is really authentically valid. I have something and, and I'm offering an exchange for money. Um, but with my podcast, I'm really trying to create the energy of this type of style. Now, I do see that, that if uh, hearing this interview, I think it's happening. So whether it's me or someone super, super popular, I don't care because I really just want the energy out there. I love having places to go. But I created it because I wanted a, I wanted a place to go. So I figured I'll make it. So uh, let me know how I'm doing. It's Friday. I'm gonna keep it simple today. Um, I I really just feel like you know spend a lot of time when you're healing. In my opinion, that if you spend a lot of time really looking, looking within, you know, look without. It's okay, and and you gotta feel your feels. But really, really. I'm just finding out if I just constantly kind of going, zip, what's that? Zip, what's that? Yesterday, I had a little anxiety. I actually did a little video on Instagram. And I, had, I did. I had some anxiety. And it was like some old stuff. And it just kind of like trickled up. And I, ooh, I was like, what is this? I walked it off. I mean, even my husband was like, go sit in the sun. And I thought, you know, I'm going to go walk in the sun. And I did. And I started walking. And it really just started. It was like the anxiety was shaking off. It's just and in, in in my book I describe it as you know we've got it's like we get barnacles on us but we, look we're traveling out in the world like a boat you know and you get barnacles you got to scrape that shit off because it slows you down and it did it, it it came off it shipped off a little bit it felt really really good and I say either walk for a minute 
or more. And I was trying to check as I keep hearing, you know, I've always heard that walk 10,000 steps. And I, I, I felt like I pretty much do because I do walk a lot, but I wanted to check it out. And so I've been wearing my little step counter and I've been doing, I just kind of been keeping track of my steps. And it's really fun to come at the end of the day and go, oh my God, I got well over 10,000 steps. And not to make it so that I'm rigid with that because eventually I'll stop keeping track. I wanted to do it just for a week or so because you got to watch those things unless you're they're bringing you joy Meh. but just start walking don't get obsessed with 10,000 but just start start a minute you know and eventually if you really like all those minutes and you add up the minutes then keep track of your steps and see see where you're going because you can have fun with it if you've walked 10,000 steps you've shake you you've shaken off shaken off shaken off uh, 10,000 silly thoughts so I'm going to end this episode with a little bit more from chapter eight. And again, I hope this is pulling you in. I hope you're kind of intrigued with the little samples I'm giving and you'll go purchase some books. And if you've already purchased my book and you have enjoyed it, um, give them as gifts. I mean, what better gift than the gift of um, some sassy self-care with uh, creating your inner superhero? And if you have created your inner superhero, I would love to hear about it. Mine is part Batgirl, part Catwoman. That's how I describe her. So um, here we go from chapter eight. I love to be entertained with an inspiring book when I'm anxious. Anxiety can be a loud inner voice. It can serve a purpose. The message is, fuck, something's wrong. Man the ships. Bend the sails. Throw the anchor. I'm not a sailor. I don't really know boat terms. But I do know anxiety can tell you to... Get the fuck out of that house because there's a monster in there. Don't eat that. It's poison. Holy shit. Wait, there's actual shit. Don't step in it. It can be spot on at times. Sometimes it shows up and nothing is out there. It's all made up. Maybe it does trial runs. Okay, let's see if she pays attention. Run! There's nothing chasing me. Rebecca, look out. It's nothing. Rebecca! Seriously, it just screams even when there's nothing. When nothing's fucking with me. I'm prepared enough. I don't need any more practice runs. <laughs> I don't believe you're born with anxiety. It's a learned behavior and slowly builds up over time. I feel it's a reaction to some tragic or scary event and then becomes a habit. I remember when I was a young kid, I was full of piss and vinegar. I felt unafraid. I take off running and leaping before looking. I heard people talking about me. There goes Becky. She's so strong-willed. Watch out. There were adults who labeled me and shut me down and when I was energetic and giddy. Not all of them, but there were quite a few. They judged and criticized me, so I began to believe their opinions of me, which slowly turned me into a low self-esteem, self-shaming, anxiety sufferer. I was so little and looked up to some of, the, uh, some of these people, and I didn't know it wasn't true. I am declaring no more. And what's really interesting is that's how I feel about the news. I feel the news shakes us up way too much, and I'm declaring no more. I feel like there are things that that people discuss and they discuss them in a certain way that gets us anxious and angry and, and frustrated and then we're out there and we want to be either chicken littles or angry people. And there's another way to do this. I really believe there's another way to do this. There's a way to communicate and, and start gearing up solutions and, and creating and all of these things. So yeah, I, hope, I hope you enjoyed my little snippet of my book. Again, just support me, buy some books. Um, tell people about my podcast 
like and share my posts, come talk to me, come chat with me, all of those ways to support me. And I appreciate you guys being out there and let me know how today's episode went. I'd really love to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening and have a great weekend. Till next time.